welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michelle Jane. And I'm your other host, Jessica Payne. How are Thanks you, Michelle? for joining us. Yeah, good. Before we start, Jessica's got some exciting news. <laughs> I have got exciting news. Da -da -da. I wish we had sound effects. <laughs> I'm not good at drum roll. <laughs> but yes, have very exciting news. On Monday this week, I decided to take the plunge and I actually handed my notice in to my day job. So you've obviously all heard me mention that I've got a full-time job um, on this podcast many times. And the time has come for me to finally leave and do it full-time, which was always the goal, obviously. But I just wanted to make sure that I built it up to, you know, a good enough position to be able to do that. And yeah, I'm just so excited to just follow my heart follow my passion do what I love doing day in day out and yeah mega mega excited about that and obviously we can do even more with if it fits as well then so exciting for both of us <laughs> yes amazing well done congratulations thank you it took um a lot of guts and it was a bit of a like an emotional thing like oh shall I do it shall I not yeah, it's hard. yeah it's hard work I mean it's a massive leap to take leap handing your notice in and I was working for the civil service I worked there for seven years and it's got a really good pension and obviously it's a stable income but you never know what's going to happen unless you take a leap to you and I think if there's one thing lockdown taught us all it's that you know life is just too short to to not do what you what makes you happy so that's it exactly i got four weeks left and then i am three <laughs> how are you Amazing. how's it been it's been good yeah so it's been busy uh gym's picking up now which is nice so i'm back in the gym on thursdays and i've started doing group training with my online clients so just like show them correct form and stuff i saw that especially the ones that um train at home and are too nervous to join the gym so two of them actually joined the gym so one of them after the session she went i love this i'm gonna sign up now and the next day she was in um training on her own so that's the reason why i do it one obviously to check their form because yeah um yeah. it's so much easier to see them face to face but you can still check their form online it's mainly for the people who are training at home just try and get them in a gym environment um so yes yeah, like, well i've got another one tomorrow Oh, that's awesome. The last week was like a practice run at one end of the gym. So I'm going to do another one at the other end of the gym to use different equipment. So I'm going to see how it works. But so far, so good. Nice. That's awesome. That's something I'm looking to offer to my clients in my little studio. You know, as I leave my job, <laughs> I can finally start doing all these things that I've got in my head. So, yeah, I mean, in my tiny studio, I can't fit many people, obviously, in one go. But yeah that'll be really good i did see your post on um on your social media and how fab that they've decided to sign up and join the gym i think it's just about giving people that little bit of confidence as well isn't it so that's amazing i love yeah, it yeah because things people build up in their head don't they the gyms are um like full of men full 100%. of women that look like them. the call on me video yeah um and she the one girl come in and she was like oh everyone's normal I was like what did you expect <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's just people got like I did I actually thought everyone was in like lycra and everything um but yeah it's, it's, it's not we're all normal I dare you to start turning up like that 
<laughs> do you know what I literally wear um baggy vests like my client said oh I love to have a small waist like you should I bet you look nice and tight clothes and when I probably do but I don't I really really wear like oh I know wear tight clothes like especially in the gym even when I was at my leanest I wouldn't train in a crop top I just feel comfortable in baggy clothes same I, I've never trained in a crop top same when I was my leanest as well um just always always a vest a baggy vest as well I yeah, baggy vest in it that's why we I'm not there to uh, to parade. I'm there to just train and do what I want with my headphones exactly. on <laughs> in my own world. Anyway, well, that's awesome. I'm glad you're having a good week and looking good as well. I can see your uh, nice shape in your arms. I haven't actually lost any weight. So this is a good example. Yeah. <laughs> Fat loss and weight loss. My weight has not moved, but yeah, I am. I'm feeling leaner as well. So I think it's just being back in the gym and training properly. Because yeah. at home, I just didn't enjoy it. I did the live workouts with the team, which I enjoyed at the time doing it. But just the thought of working out. If I wasn't training with the team doing the live workout, I probably I, did, I wouldn't train. But I'm enjoying being back in the gym. And I'm training more than I should. I'm training six days. Um, just because I love it at the minute. Yeah. And then obviously haven't worn off yet. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm looking leaner. I'm feeling leaner, but I weigh the same. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a perfect example. And actually most of the time when I diet down my my weight doesn't change last year I did a diet um through lockdown one I think I dropped like four pounds in the first week or whatever like obviously water weight and all of that and then for 11 weeks in a row my weight didn't change at all like literally it was exactly the same it might have fluctuated up and down within the like pound range but it was exactly the same for the entire time so thank god for like progress pictures because I would have mm. been thinking you know what the hell is going on but exactly. like, I jumped on the scales and I was like what the actual fuck is this <laughs> and then I took a progress picture and I measured my waist and I actually feel better so even if I couldn't see the difference in the photos I just feel better in myself yeah yeah you're looking awesome looking good Thanks. right okay so let's get cracking on today's podcast so what we're going to talk about today is how to maintain your fat loss so Obviously, both Michelle and I, we run our programs. Michelle runs the 10-week Lean Project. I run the 8-week Shape-Up Project. <laughs> no, it's not the project. <laughs> it is a project. <laughs> I'm stealing your name now. <laughs> you can borrow it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we do these, and they're they basically designed as sort of a a kickstart they're designed to help you learn how to build good habits good behaviors teach you you know exercise and how to follow a structured exercise program and all of these things it's not you know the final result but i think a lot of people they sign up to one of these programs and they think that that is that's it first of all they think that's all it's going to take when for the vast majority of people unless you're like very very almost at your goal then it's not going to be the end it's going to be more of the beginning and a good chance to build up those habits. But what we find is that many people do, you know, whether they are or anybody else's, you know, just in general, the problem is people often then finish these and they don't really know what to do next in order to sustain that fat loss. And many times they do end up going back to just their normal way of eating. And 
it's all about sustaining the fat loss. So I think a, the sign of a successful diet or, you know, cutting down, losing body fat is if you can actually sustain it. If you're losing it and then, you know, over eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever, and then you're going to gain it all back relatively quickly i mean that wasn't really a successful diet the whole yeah. goal of dieting and fat loss should be to achieve the result and then maintain yeah. that forever <laughs> because nobody wants to keep going up and down and the best way so both michelle and i at the end of our um, programs the eight week and the 10 week programs we both provide our clients with video guidance and inform them about you know next steps and what we recommend that they should be doing and that is basically it's, it's a reverse diet that they need to implement so michelle i'll let you explain what um reverse dieting is cool thanks jess so reverse dieting is basically the next step in your weight loss journey so when it comes to starting your weight loss journey the actual the start of the weight loss is step one um and then a reverse diet it is um, a step two. So basically, when you're ready to, eat, it, it means you when you're ready to increase your calories to present to prevent your metabolism from slowing down. So the key to achieving weight loss is to burn more calories than you take in, so creating a calorie deficit. However, in the long term, extreme low calorie diets are actually they actually slow down your metabolism. So what happens when you um, are in a calorie deficit for a long time? So your metabolism it basically starts to slow down. Um, so when your body's in a consistent calorie deficit and um, doesn't have enough fuel, which are calories, coming in on a regular basis, now your metabolism um, it eventually starts to slow down. So it begins to conserve energy by burning fewer calories. Um, so for example, if you were to then stop your fat loss journey, um, and just go back to you the calories you were eating before, like Jess explained, you will put on weight. So what you need to do is just like when you did your fat loss journey, your calories decreased slowly. You now need to reverse diet. So where you where you decrease them, you need to increase them slowly. So basically reversing what you did in the fat loss phase, um, and doing that whilst preventing gaining the fat that you've lost yeah that's a really good explanation there and and that is the whole goal of reverse diet of a reverse diet basically it's about building up your metabolic rate back to you know optimum levels back to a place where you feel good where your body's working properly and you know your hormone levels are all sort of evening back out again but it's about doing that whilst obviously gaining minimum minimal fat that is the goal because nobody wants to lose all the fat and then gain all the fat now that's not to say you might not gain a tiny tiny bit but you know you're not going to gain everything that you've that you've lost at all so it's about building up that metabolic rate back to you know normal levels because nobody wants to be living in a calorie deficit you oh know God, no. extremely low calories forever if you had to diet down to you know 1400 1300 calories to reach your goal I mean, that's a miserable existence. It's okay for a short period of time to help you get there, but nobody wants to be eating like that forever. And after you've finished, um, you know, like a, a fat loss phase, whether it's, you know, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, if you suddenly just start eating, you know, as you would pre, pre dieting phase, just normally, then 
your body is in a prime position at that point to gain fat. And in fact, the science has shown that you can actually start gaining brand new fat cells there that you never had before. So you really, really don't want to be just suddenly going from dieting, low calories to just binging again. It has to be done strategically in order to build calories back up. So yes, we all want to get our calories back up and be eating yummy food because who doesn't? But we do have to remember that, you know, it was a strategic plan to get us to the calorie, you know, to the fat loss. And it needs to be a strategic plan in place then to get us back out of it. So that is exactly what reverse dieting is all about. And Michelle, I think you said you've got an example of of a time previously after you'd competed. Yeah, so I competed and I was at my leanest I've ever been. So um, like Jess said, so when you're lean, when you've gone through a fat loss phase, your body is like a sponge and it will just absorb all the calories that you're putting into it. So what I didn't do, which I've learned from, is I didn't reverse diet. I basically, I was on an 18 week strict plan, not like you guys are on, you're all on flexible dieting, hopefully. I was on a strict plan, um, chicken, rice, broccoli, beef mints, no sauce, it was boring. So when that plan was over, it was like, no. I could eat wherever I want and I literally did eat wherever I want. I went from seven stone, six pounds, which is my stage weight. And then in January, I weighed nine stone, 10. So I gained, what, two stone, four pounds in less than two months. And I felt horrendous because I've been that weight before, but because I put it on so fast, like my body didn't get used to putting on the weight. Whereas if you put it on slowly, your body adjusts. But I went from so lean to being slightly overweight um, in the space of such a short space of time. And I felt absolutely horrendous. Um, and that's just a prime example of how your body can put on so much weight. I think it was about six weeks. I put on basically over two stone in six weeks, just because my body was like a sponge. Whereas if I had did what my coach told me to do, follow the reverse diet, that wouldn't have happened. Um, but yeah, so Jessica and I have done loads of research. We're doing a nutrition course. Um, you know, we're quite big on reverse diet day, and especially I've experienced it from the other end. Um, it's so important that you reverse diet. I mean, you've spent so like I spent 18 weeks in a fat loss phase and I worked my ass off just to undo it all in six weeks. Literally, um, I actually put on more weight afterwards. So when I started my fat loss phase, I think I was about nine stone three. So I gained an extra half a stone on top of what I lost in the first place. So like what Jess explained, where you gain new fat cells, I did very quickly. (laughs) And I felt so uncomfortable. My clothes didn't fit. I felt horrendous. I was actually embarrassed as well, because obviously I worked in a gym. I'd gone from, and I was a PT. So only in 2018, I'd gone from the leanest I've ever been to probably the biggest I've been in a very long time, in such a short space of time. Um, And just like that, just because I didn't reverse diet. So it's so important, really so important. Yeah, it is super important. And, you know, we've all been there at some points. I mean, I know most of us females have dieted down. We've had phases of dieting and not dieting. We diet down for a holiday, then we go and gain it all back. How many times do you hear people like, oh, I lost this, and then I gained it all back and more? Like, it happens all of the time, and this is the reason why. But I get it, you know, if you've done 
like people at the end of my eight week shape up, they'll tell me, you know, I'm going for a curry tonight. I'm going for Domino's. Amazing. But keep it to that night. Celebrate. You know, you've just made this big achievement. You've sacrificed a lot of time or you've put a lot of effort in over the last eight weeks. But then, you know, the next day, start the reverse dieting phase. So don't do that over and over and over again, because you are just going to completely and utterly regret regret that and you know you're gonna have to start from start from scratch all over again and not only that then is because obviously my metabolism like it wasn't damaged it was just really slow and for me it took me I would say a good year to be able to start losing weight again just for my metabolism because I just went from so lean to so um I wouldn't say really overweight, but for me, well, I did feel overweight. And for, yeah. and for me, nine stone 10, I'm only, I got quite a small frame. I'm only, you know, just over, just under five foot two. So for me to be nine, nine, 10, it, I, it is slightly overweight. Um, it just took me so long then to start getting that weight off. I was dieting in a diet, but because my metabolism was so, just so slow, um, I just couldn't lose the weight. It just took me so it's only now I'm starting to get lean again. And that's been nearly three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? And I think it's so important if you have um gone through that dieting phase or you know, in your position there, Michelle, um, it's you do just have to sacrifice fat loss as your goal for a little bit, take a little step backwards in order to make 10 leaps forwards, and you have to just spend some time at maintenance level then don't you you need to get your body just back used to those calories you need your metabolic rate to catch up because what's basically happened in that situation there is there's just been like a disconnect where you've just gained all of the fat so quickly that your your met your metabolism just hasn't had time to sort of catch up up. it's about spending then you know a significant period of time at maintenance level and you know the fact that you dieted like you said for 18 long hard weeks in an ideal world you should spend equal amount of time then at your maintenance calories before even considering trying to diet down again but it's so important and i think so many girls especially are scared of coming up to maintenance because we're just so used to being in a diet on a diet forever you know yeah, all- i mean who wants to be on a diet forever if you think about it how many no years we spent on a diet? I know. I know. Thing, it's hard. We've reversed dieting as well. There's so many different ways of doing it. Um, and it all depends on the person. For me personally, I would rather finish a diet phrase and just go up to, back up to my new maintenance because your new ma- your new maintenance is going to be different to what your starting maintenance is going to be because obviously you've lost weight. Um, it's usually about 10%, isn't it, Jess? So yeah, 10% difference from your starting maintenance. Um, so you can either go straight up to your new maintenance, um, or you can do it gradually, which is what most of my clients prefer, to be honest, just, just mentally going from a deficit and then saying to them, right, now we're going to go straight up to maintenance. They're like, ah, oh, yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> everyone's, so the, different, everyone's different. I personally would rather go straight up to maintenance. Um, but a lot of people would do it gradually, whether that's, um, few hundred calories to begin with and then 100 calories a week some people do it daily some people do it weekly it's there's no right or wrong way to do reverse dieting is there so there's loads of different ways of doing it yeah like everything it's going to be completely person dependent i think one of the most important thing is that if you know you know where you've finished your 
your diet, like what calories you were on when you finished your diet. You calculate your new maintenance. So, you know, if you were, just go on a calorie calculator, whatever comes up on that calorie calculator as your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, take 10% off that, as Michelle just said, because that's not going to be, it's not going to take into account the fact that you've just had a significant, you know, period of dieting and dropping fat. So it is going to be lower than that. So take about 10% off and that's, you can use that as your goal. So the aim of reverse dieting then is to build up your metabolic rate and build up your calories back to that new baseline. So you've got a new target maintenance. So like Michelle said, exactly the same most of my clients who i've done reverse dieting with so far we do it very gradually over time it's a case of and this is where you know having a coach actually works so well because it's a case of judging it on an individual basis you know if you were my client i could say to you and you know you'd be perfectly happy to just jump straight in yes no problem okay i know you're going to be all right with that if i've got you know concerns that somebody is going to start you know panicking and you know potentially I don't know, just developing negative thoughts and feelings and stressing over it, then of course, we're going to do it very, very slowly. And, you know, I've built some clients up over a period of six months, other clients over a period of two to three months. It's all depended. And also, you know, on the results over time. So I think if you are going to start it at, um, you know, whereas Michelle would go straight back up to her new calculated maintenance, if you are going to be doing it on a slower more conservative pace then you're going to increase initially by around 300 to 400 calories i would say then you leave them there for about two weeks then you assess how your body's responding and then you might increase by another hundred and obviously you're going to see like jumps on the scale a little bit as well during this time of course because when you're increasing your calories which by the way in terms of a reverse diet you don't need to be increasing your protein you keep your protein where it is uh, most of it is going to come from fat and carbs and predominantly carbs, unless, you know, your fats were super low and then you need to get them up. So, of course, as we've explained to you before, for every one gram of carbs that you eat, you your body holds three grams of water. So, of course, there might be changes on the scale because you're going to have a higher volume of food in your system. So that's completely normal. But what you need to do then over the course of that two weeks is just have a look how it's stabilizing if you are um, losing weight, then clearly, you know, you're still in a deficit and you can perhaps jump up by 200 calories rather than the 100. If you're maintaining, then increase by 100. If you are um, gaining, then you might want to keep it there and not make a change for another few weeks. So everybody is going to respond completely differently. And it's about just you know, taking it every week or every fortnight, however often you're monitoring it and making those those decisions it's a long old process and if you're doing it conservatively like say you've done my eight week shape up or michelle's 10 week lean project then you're going to want to be building up probably for around the same amount of time like so gradually by in 10 weeks time you'll hopefully then be at your maintenance or in eight weeks you'll be back at your new maintenance so it's about being slow and methodical <laughs> but um just doing it in a strategic way basically yeah, so someone who I did this successfully with, and I know I've said this before, and I always use her as an example for clients, is Sally Gordon. We've dropped her calories right down. Sally's quite tall, so 1,300 calories on a fat loss phase. She lost one stone in six weeks. 
I did a six-week plan at the time. I don't do it anymore. I just do the 10-week. Um, I did a six-week and a 10-week. I just got rid of the six-week. But to originally lost the stone, uh, we continued on a fat loss phase. Then when it was time to reverse it, reverse it out, I decided to do it slowly. Because when Sally first started, I put her calories. I think I started on 1,700. She messaged me, are you sure this is right? Um, I think my calories are wrong. They're too high. I said, like, yeah, yeah, all the right. time. <laughs> They're right. So oh, I'm just used to being on low calories. I was like, I know this is why you come to me. Um, so I knew just from going back to when she first started that she's not the right person to go and put her straight up to me. <laughs> so I had to work with Sally and Sally, she didn't gain, I think fluctuated like one pound, but she really didn't gain a pound of fat. And we got her calories past maintenance into a small surplus um, and she still didn't gain a pound of fat. She just couldn't gain anything. <laughs> Amazing. So we got it in a really, really good place. I think she ended up going from 1,300 calories. This took months, mind. We didn't do it. This was a long process. And her body shape. I put it, if you have a look on my story, um, on my um, Instagram page, she's going to be on there. If you go back a couple, I posted her uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, and just have a look at the difference from when she started to now. Um, and there was quite a few months where she didn't gain any weight at all. It didn't didn't progress if you go by the scales she didn't lose any weight didn't gain any weight but it's just body shape massively changed because we spent time reverse dieting and we got her right the way up to i think she ended on like 2200 calories from 1300 um Amazing. and then her body then because she then took the time to spend that time at maintenance oh massive you know, yeah that is putting her body in such a good position for any future fat loss phase i mean well we do we're just finishing time. another fat loss phase now okay. actually so sally's been with me since january 2020 when we started the first fat loss we finished that after a couple of months we spent the rest of the year and the beginning of this year um reverse diet dinner and then for the last well it's coming up to a 12 week now we put on a 12 week for her um prep okay and um yeah, she's in a great position. So she's just finishing her prep now for a photo shoot on Thursday. Amazing. She looks amazing. She looks and amazing. Yeah, if you, um, if you do allow your body to just stay at maintenance, everybody should honestly just spend a good solid, you know, even if it's six months at maintenance and then you do like a mini cut down, that, that should be the goal. The goal should be to actually live, you know, at maintenance and then yeah. drop down as and when you might need to or if your goals change in the future. But it's just so much better for your for your body to spend that significant amount of time. And do you know what? Another reason you might want to do a reverse diet as well is if you have spent. So we're talking here about people who have like lost fat loss and, uh, you know, they've completed their fat loss phase or whatever. But some people, if they if they've had, had a history of yo-yo dieting, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down. It might be that, as we've explained before, there's no such thing as metabolic damage, but your body does adapt. Your metabolism adapts the more you like lower your calories. And that that is basically the process that's happening. So a lot of people, they might be eating really low calories. Obviously, there's the people who eat low calories and or who say they're eating low calories and, you know, say no. 1,200 calories and I'm not losing fat, but they're actually not. But there are also the people who are definitely eating those lower calories and they're still not losing fat it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them they will still lose fat it just means that you know their metabolism has adapted so much that they think 
that is putting them in a deficit, but they're actually not. And the only way to lose more is to go lower. But that's that's going down to, you know, sort of dangerously low levels of calories. And if you are in that situation, then reverse dieting is good for you. Whether or not, you know, you still, you haven't reached your goal, which you probably haven't because you're trying to diet down further. So it definitely is going to feel like a bit scary and like a bit of a step back, a bit of a shock. But honestly, like we said earlier, you have to take one step backwards to take 10 steps forward sometimes. And if you just commit to doing a reverse diet for, you know, three to six months, building your calories back up very slowly, spending a good amount of time at maintenance, you will feel so much better and you will be able to, you know, build up that metabolic rate to a normal level again and actually be able to lose fat so much easier in the future. It's, Yes, it can feel daunting at first, but you know what's even more scary and horrible and making you even more miserable is the fact that you'd be on A <laughs> next to nothing. Yeah. Like, that's just dangerous. The thing is, your physique can massively change by increasing yeah. those calories up to maintenance, like massively. That your physique, your body composition could just change massively being on maintenance calories. So people fear being in on maintenance or re- increasing their calories because they're going to put on body fat. Um, but actually you're just going to have a lot more energy to lift heavier, train harder, sleep better, recover better. And your physique is going to just massively change massively from increasing your calories up to maintenance. People underestimate maintenance calories. Oh, they, they definitely do. And it's something that everybody should be doing. And if it is something you're scared about and you know, what we're saying now sounds a bit like daunting, then go and get a coach, invest in a coach because it's investing in you and they will help guide you through the entire thing. And, you know, when you're checking in and feeling a bit nervous, if the scale is moving and all of that, you know, they'll be there to support you and help you understand what's happening in your body. And, you know, I guarantee you, you will absolutely love it. If you like Michelle said, you'll have so much energy and you'll be able to fuel your body properly. I've got clients now who I reverse dieted up and at first they're like, I can't eat all these calories. And I'm like, well, you can get them in next week, please. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've got clients and you know, my one client at the moment, she's, she's still got like two abs at the top and her calories. That's, are that's the same as Jolie. If Jolie's listened to this, she's gained, because we got it quite lean. Jolie's the, the one client who I've got the leanest. There's not many people I would do that to, but that was her goal to get shredded. Yeah. We got absolutely shredded. She's about 10 pounds over and she's still got abs. Who's got yeah. abs after getting 10 pounds? Yeah, I've got a couple like that, actually. Um, my other client who we, we're in a fat loss phase at the moment, just, just gone on to a, a diet break today as we've been through, I can't remember, eight eight weeks or more eight weeks to 10 weeks so we're having a bit of a diet break her energy levels have come down she's feeling really tired so we've boosted calories up for a week to see what happens so that's a bit of a diet break there which is also another thing we could talk about actually very briefly going off the topic but if you do get to the end of the eight weeks or the 10 weeks or 12 weeks however long you're doing a phase but you're still not at your goal, then you can sort of implement a sort of two week diet break where you bring your calories back up to this new predictive maintenance. And then you can go into your fat loss phase for a little bit longer. If you know, you still have what I do with my clients. So if they're going um, back to back on the lean project, so um, sometimes there's a week, sometimes there's two weeks, 
Um, I give them a break in between. So I don't, if somebody's got more fat to do, they do one lean project and they still got body fat to do, so they want to do another. I don't let them do back to back. So I actually give them what I call a diet break. So yeah. I put them up to their new maintenance for a week, um, sometimes two weeks, um, just to give them just a mental break. Um, I reduce their um, training. So we do like a deload week. Um, and then we go back into the fat loss phase. So I always do it in between. If somebody wants to do a back-to-back, -back, I don't let them. I let them have a break first. Yeah, definitely. It's what I advise all of the clients who finish the shape-up with me. Often, you know, they'll, they'll join me on monthly coaching. And if they do, then I sort of get an idea of where they are. So very, more often than not, 90% of the time, they do go on a diet break others they're not mentally ready it's only been eight weeks they are willing to push forward a little bit longer but then when it starts getting to you know 12 weeks 16 weeks that's where we'll implement it then but at least i know that i'm guiding them anybody who finishes it i, I tell them go straight back up to your predicted maintenance calories because um yeah you just need to have a little break and then you can either continue or you know start your reverse dieting phase or whatever that might be so that's just a little aside off topic there sorry but but yeah basically everybody's individual the goal is to get back up to your maintenance or your new maintenance level and preferably then even higher so and in the example that you used there with jolie obviously she went above her predicted maintenance and that's even better if you can spend more time and do yeah, that. it's because it was Sally. It was. It's because oh, she Sally, stayed with me and had the patience to do it. Yes, exactly. People don't. People don't have patience. They want results quick. They're not willing to put in the work. But if you just give like a year, for example, do a fat loss phase, do reverse diet in recomp phase. There's so many different phases. Um, if you just give it time you'll see massive changes people just don't do they they do no. usually they'll do maybe one lean project or a second lean project and then they leave and when when someone does a lean project and after i told them about reverse diet in it's not because i'm just after more money it's because i know if you leave after the 10 week lean project you're just going to pull that weight back on because you haven't learned how to do reverse diet and i know what you're going to do as soon as you leave you're just going to go back to eating all the foods again and i know you're going to be back I know you're going to yeah. be back, but so if you just stay a little bit longer and learn how to maintain, same as Jess's eight-week um, shape-up, if you stay with Jess and learn how to maintain, you will again because you know how to diet, you know how to reverse, and oh, you've just maintained what you've um, achieved and you've got your goal. Um, but a lot of people don't, do they? They just do like the 10-week or eight-week plan and they leave, and I'm like, oh, don't leave. I know you're going to be back I soon, know. probably heavier than what you've started this lean project so um we want you to stay not because we're after your money like i've been through it i've done the lost loads of weight and gained it quick and it's it bloody horrible i felt horrendous um so yeah so if you do the, like a 10-week plan have a chat to me or jess you know watch the with me i've got a reverse dieting video that i send um watch the reverse dieting video which explains what the process is and just stay with us even if it's just for a couple of weeks um you know another 10 weeks maybe we can spend that that 10 weeks not on the lean project but to reverse diet you out yeah. of the first lean project um it's super important really really it is important. So important like i hope everybody you know the people that don't stay i would like to think that they would listen to the video but you just don't know once they've gone yeah. on and like you said i do wish people would 
commit to I mean like it is a lifestyle and there are so many phases to it so yeah absolutely once you get to the fat loss or get to your achieved result which can take months and months and months in itself depending on you know your starting point and end goal that can take such a long time and to not then understand how to sustain that forever or to attempt to you know we don't want you finishing and thinking all oh, right these are my calories for the rest of my life because they don't need to be they shouldn't be <laughs> we want yeah. to be able to to eat more but you know and help you build up those calories so that you feel like a normal person happy healthy fueled energized you know you're not restricted by low calories when you go out for meals with friends and and this is where it will become so beneficial because once you've done that yes we're asking you to track again for a longer period of time but say you've spent a year you've you've reached your goal you've say you spent six months reaching your goal six months reverse dieting you back up you spent a good amount of time at maintenance by that point then you know you understand what calories you're eating what um what type of food you're eating on a daily basis so then you can that's the point where then you can start to think about not tracking your calories you know and live a little bit more flexibly and a bit more what's the term I'm looking for? What's that way of eating? Um, intuitive eating. Yeah, intuitive eating. I couldn't think yeah, of that. I've got a few clients doing that now and I've actually had one client, um, Louise. She did it more or less from the start. She come on board and she was like, look, I really don't want to track. So I've set her like guidelines. Um, yeah. Like how much protein to have in each meal um, and things like that. So how much fats to have a day and whatever. Um, but yeah, tra- just said, tracking isn't forever. Nobody wants to be filling in my fitness bar forever. But do it consistently for a few months. And doing it consistently for a few months, you not only get to know what's in your food, you get to sort of you be able to eyeball portion sizes. You be able to know, so you can put some rice on your plate and be like, oh, that looks a bit right. Yeah, that this usual amount of protein. You don't have to weigh it. Nobody wants somebody weigh and track food forever. But do it consistently for a few months get to know your portion sizes um and we all know when we overeat don't we like if i have three snacks i know i'm overeating because usually i can only fit two in if i i usually (laughs) eat like the same breakfast lunch and dinner if i have three snacks instead of two i without weighing it packing it i know i've overeaten do you know what i mean after a while we, we get to know i don't have i don't really track during the week i don't need to i more or less eat the same thing i yeah. know what kind of snacks i can have um so yeah so do it track for a good few months consistently then after that you don't have to or you can just start maybe not tracking a meal you know maybe don't track like your evening meal you know wean yourself off tracking instead of yeah. just going from tracking to not tracking maybe start with like not tracking your snacks or not just tracking an evening meal and then maybe not track your breakfast and then gradually move away from tracking yeah 100 percent. i just thought actually another thing that i just wanted to quickly um bring in in reverse dieting is a lot of people uh they just automatically just stop training as much or as hard or, you know, that's what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Another example. And you know, I've been there as well in the past, but you have to keep that. It's so important to keep that, especially your resistance training intensity up super high. Of course. I mean, I imagine Michelle, when you've got stage lean and I've been there in the past where I've been on a lot of cardio for the day, of course, you don't want to be doing that amount of cardio. Say you're doing 60 minutes cardio, six days a week. You don't want to be doing that forever. 
but you do have to also approach reduce that gradually as well. Yeah, you need to reduce. You don't want to go from six hours of 60 minutes cardio a day, increase your calories by three to 400 as a start of your reverse diet. And then, you know, just remove all cardio or just add two quick 15 minute sessions in because you're going to gain fat. You know, you are going to lose. That's what I did. <laughs> I went yeah. from 75 minutes cardio every single day. I was on my calories um towards the end of prep we're actually under a thousand i worked it out i was on 995 calories on 75 minutes cardio every single day and i went from nothing i went from doing all that to nothing oh, I, went on, I made the mistake of going away straight after it going on holiday That's another problem and it's christmas yeah <laughs> it was the end of december so it was christmas so i basically i literally went from the show to holiday we took our cases with us, literally went from show to wow. holiday. So I went from show day to holiday mode, no training at all, no cardio, no tracking, no diet. Um, and by the end of that week, I think I gained a stone in a week. Yeah. And even though we always talk about, you know, you're not going to gain that much fat overnight in situations like that, that is highly possible where you are going to be like a lot of that stone would have been fat gain in that situation oh my body was like a sponge yeah exactly. I gained half a stone overnight so over half a stone i gained eight pounds overnight so i weighed the next morning um and all i ate but i did eat two donuts a burrito and a espresso martini and my body was just like a sponge yeah. i gained eight pounds overnight and i felt horrendous overnight <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you need to be methodical about everything. Now, I mean, most of my clients are not on loads of cardio. They're, you know, just normal lifestyle clients. They may be doing three to four resistance training sessions a week. But I do have other clients who have got more cardio in their plans. So, you know, of course, if they're with me, we'll gradually reduce things. But um, if not, if you haven't got a coach and you you are going to be going through a reverse dieting phase and you're going to do it on your own and you're doing a lot of cardio at the moment, don't suddenly cut it all out. Keep training super, super hard and gradually, say over the course of six weeks, gradually reduce your cardio down. You know, yeah. even after like 15 minutes after a session or whatever that might be. But yeah, you need to be methodical about everything and, and think logically because everything was measured and managed to get you to that point. So you can't just suddenly go back to not measuring oh, yeah. and being strategic about things afterwards without, you know, losing or ruining your results, basically. But yeah, I think I've said everything I wanted to say on that, Michelle. I think we've covered it all, haven't we? Is there anything else? I think we have, yeah. So basically, yeah. when you've done your eight or 10 week plan, stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just um, just be methodical and try and remember that you know, judge it by the success of your diet is not by what you lost or the result you achieved in that eight weeks, ten weeks, twelve weeks, sixteen week period. It's about whether or not you sustain that going forward. You don't want to be yo-yo dieting for the rest of your life. You don't want to be on low calories for the rest of your life. So just commit, whether you stay with us or not. Just commit to doing this yourself and being strategic and yeah learning and doing it properly because your body will thank you for it and you know if in the future then you want to lose a little bit more fat or you've got another goal coming up then your body is going to be in such a good position to do that and it's going to be easier and easier every time
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So even if you don't stay on with us after the eight and ten week plan, um, just listen to the videos we do, the reverse dieting videos, and just take our advice. But um, yeah, don't make the mistake I did and get fat. <laughs> yeah, well, we've all been there. I've done it as well. It's uh, it's not fun, but we live and learn, and this is why we create this podcast. So hopefully, you know, we can help people not make share that experience as well, isn't it? Yeah, so, of course. Just, Learning from the mistakes of uh, normal people who have just believe me. learned about it. And uh, we just want to help as many people as we possibly can, basically. So, yeah, because it's not nice to see women just on constant diets, yo-yo dieting, gaining it, losing it, gaining it, losing it. Let's break the cycle. Let's learn how to do it. And we can teach Yeah, them. let's learn to live at maintenance. Yes. That's a <laughs> That's dream. A <laughs> that is it's a dream. A dream. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean... I um I'm actually going to re- bring my calories back up for a little bit at the moment because I'm not really losing much at the moment. I think I've just been super stressed. I haven't got my body's not in a good position at this moment in time. So I'm gonna even though I am holding far more body fat than normal, I am going to be bringing my calories back up for even just a few weeks at maintenance. I think just to let everything settle, you know, once I'm out of my job and stuff, then I'll be in a much better position mentally, physically, I'll be on higher calories, I'll have more energy, then I'm going to start again. So like I said, one step back, 10 steps forward. Let's do it. It's all about the long game. There's no rush for anything. It is indeed. Okay. It is indeed. That's it, I think. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you found that um, quite a useful episode. I think this is one that you know, even if you have to listen to it a couple of times over, I know we've thrown a lot of information in there. If you do need any help or advice, you know, reach out to Michelle or I. We're on Instagram. Our um, Instagram handles are linked at the bottom of the podcast. Send us a message. We're always happy to help out whenever we can. And good luck if you are about to embark on a reverse diet. Yeah, fab. So Jessica and I, we both got calorie calculators. So if you do need to work out your new maintenance, they're in our link tree in the bio. So feel free to use them and uh, work out your own maintenance. Like Jessie said, if you need help, just send us a DM. But that's it for this week. Fab. All right. Well, have a nice uh, have a nice weekend. We'll catch up next week. Yeah. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.